BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Balance Bond Podcast, Soul on Fire. I'm your host, Jordan Younger. And today we have another phenomenal guest for you guys, Mary Ruth Guillem of Mary Ruth Organics. I've been such a fan of this brand for the last couple of years. I discovered it on Instagram where I discover so many things that I love from trusted people that I follow. And I fell in love with their liquid probiotics and all their liquid vitamins. And then I fell in love with Mary Ruth's story. She is such an inspiring person. I started following her when I started following their brand because their brand is very much her, which you know I can relate to. And I've just followed her from afar for the last couple years. I watched her get pregnant with her twins, Jacob and Grace, after a battle with just struggling with miscarriages, which we talk about in this episode. And at this point, she has four children under the age of four. Her oldest child, Ethan, is considered special needs. And she has done so much for him with all of these different healing modalities that she has found. And as you can imagine, she is a powerhouse of inspiration. I have rarely been around a person that just lights me up so much upon the first time meeting them by talking about their life and also just feeling like she's such a kindred soul sister in my life. We have so much in common. Mary Ruth also struggled with Lyme disease, similar to me. If you listen to this podcast, then you know I've spent the last four years healing from Lyme and we've done a lot of similar things to heal, also a lot of different things. And on top of healing from Lyme, having four children under the age of four, advocating for her oldest son's health and healing and being married, moving from the East Coast to Los Angeles. She also runs a huge successful company, Mary Ruth Organics. And she just had a book come out called Liquids Tell Lunch, 12 Small Habits That Will Change Your Life for Good to Reveal How You Can Transform Your Life with the Power of Self-Care, which goes live on June 8th. Crazy enough, in this episode, we didn't even talk about her book. We were just on so many other subjects, talking about health and healing and astrology and her company and her marriage that we never ended up talking about her book. But she is so chill and so relaxed, you guys, afterwards. And I realized we didn't talk about her book. She said, don't even worry about it. Not a problem at all. I'm not big into talking about myself and my accomplishments. So she is so down to earth and I'm just so drawn to down to earth people. And she is one of those people. Not only is she a mother and running her business, she's also a certified health educator, a nutritional consultant, and a culinary chef. She's dealt with a lot of loss in her life. She's dealt with the passing of her brother and her father, as well as her mother's diagnosis of two benign brain tumors. So after all that, she traveled the country to learn all about the body's path to heal itself. And she stumbled upon what she termed the Mary Ruth method. At that point, her program took off, gaining hundreds of thousands of followers in just one year and eventually led her to create her wholesome supplements for her family, friends, and fans of the Mary Ruth method, which has grown into Mary Ruth's organics. I know you guys are gonna love this episode. She is so inspiring, such a powerhouse. I love her so much. She also was just 
so supportive to me. We talked about so many things about my life before we started recording, and I just felt so seen and supported and held by her. I know you guys are going to love, and I'm also excited because this episode is sponsored by Mary Ruth Organics. So first of all, you should know you can use the code BLONDE to get a discount on Mary Ruth's products on maryruthorganics.com. And that's pretty exciting to me because there are so many of their products that I literally use daily, which I will tell you about. Mary Ruth is a certified health educator, nutritional consultant, and culinary chef. And what began as Mary Ruth's one-on-one work as a nutritional consultant transformed into a growing product line built on a desire to help people around the world take control of their own health, feel their best, and move forward every day. As you will hear about in this episode, Mary Ruth has dealt with a major wellness journey of her own and on her quest to find the healthiest way to live for both her herself and her family, she noticed a gap in the supplement industry, and that prompted her to formulate a wholesome multivitamin with vegan, non-GMO ingredients safe for the entire family to take. Her vision has grown into an entire line of liquid supplements and probiotics, capsules, gummy vitamins that are so delicious, and also face and body products. Their mission at Mary Ruth Organics is that they believe our bodies should get nutrients from the food we eat, the water we drink, and the sun that shines down on us, but there are also obstacles. So they want to empower everyone with Mary Ruth products that we can take our health into our own hands. And I absolutely love that. That's pretty much my mission with TBB as well. So I want to tell you about some of my favorite products. I absolutely love all of their liquid products. I love their liquid multivitamin. And then I love their liquid probiotic. Their liquid probiotic has actually changed my life. It is all about supporting the immune system and digestion with USDA certified organic liquid probiotics. They're raw, plant-based, highly potent, and strained and sourced directly from Mother Nature. They only have a couple of ingredients and they're 100% plant-based, raw, vegan, non-GMO, dairy-free, nut-free, gluten-free, soy-free, corn-free, nightshade-free, sugar-free, paleo-friendly. I could go on. They're basically friendly to absolutely everyone. They're also kid-friendly. I see friends of mine giving them to their babies on Instagram, and I just love that so much. They also have beauty probiotics. They have prenatal, postnatal probiotics. They have everything. They have enzyme capsules. They have iron. They have B12. So whatever you're looking for, they definitely have it. They also have pet probiotics. I'm going to start giving some to Hudson soon. Hudson, who loved Mary Ruth, as you will hear in this episode when he comes in. So I'm just so grateful to this brand for sponsoring the episode. You can also shop bundles on their site and use that code BLONDE for a discount. We will also leave my specific link in the show notes for you guys. I cannot wait for you to shop Mary Ruth Organics and hear all about it in this episode. Now, without further ado, let's get into this episode with Mary Ruth herself. Mary Ruth, I'm so happy that you're here. This is such a gift to meet you. I have been such a fan of your products ever since I discovered them. I think by just other people posting about them on Instagram a couple years ago, and you're here right in front of me. And I was telling you, I look at your face every day on my probiotics, on all my favorite products, and it's you. It's your face there on the products. So I'm so happy that you're here. And if you could just introduce yourself to our Soul on Fire audience and tell us a little bit about you. That would be amazing. Jordan, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I appreciate it so much. And I think what's amazing about meeting you is I followed you on Instagram and I know that you're vegan. All of our products are 100% vegan. We have over 100 products. I love um, helping people live a healthier life. My team is very, very passionate about following you as well. And 
there's 90 of us working to make these there's products. There's 90 of you? There's 90 you of us. You have a big team. Yes. So I started our product line in 2014. I had actually had a private practice in New York City on 47th and 3rd, long before I had products. And it was amazing because I would get to work with individuals to help them with health and wellness on their healing journeys. And I would usually work with these individuals for six months to 12 months, and I would see them every single week. And I loved to teach them about a concept called liquids to lunch. And so this is really where the product line came to fruition. So all of my clients would do liquids to lunch, whether it was a green juice or a smoothie or water, herbal (laughs) tea, and, uh, the, the feedback that I would always hear is, Mary Ruth, I love liquids to lunch, but I get so nauseous when I'm taking a capsule. And I kept hearing so many people share this. And I thought, okay, if I could just make a liquid vitamin, then they could still do liquids to lunch. They wouldn't have to take a capsule. They wouldn't be nauseous. And it would all work so well together. And so from the beginning of the products of 2014, all the way to 2018, we had no employees. It was just my mom and I. And then in 2018, we finally hired our very first employee, Caitlin, who is our vice president of operations to this day. And from there, the following year, 2019, we had 10 employees and by 2020, 2021, we grew exponentially to- so over you've 90 a employees lot in the last 2 years. Yes. And it was in the last 2 years that I found you that I discovered you guys. So, wow, that's so cool. I love hearing that whole story. Thanks, Jordan. And when you were in New York with your private practice, was that as a nutritionist or a health coach or So, um, I went to college, Fairfield University in 2006. I was a sociology major. And then after that, I did, um, I did a number of certifications. So I went to the Institute for Professional Empowerment Coaching, Mm -hmm. IPEC, which is part of the International Coaching Federation. So I got that certificate and that's kind of where the business part of my education came into play. And then I did a health educator program at Hippocrates Health Institute in Florida. I've heard the best things about that place. I've always wanted to go there. I have been there a number of times with my mom. And then I finally did that health educator program, which was really incredible. And then after that, I mean, after really after that, I, I ran my business for a few years. And then I also did a culinary program in New York city before I moved to LA, um, the Institute of culinary education, which is a top five culinary school in the world. And that was also very special throughout that. So I would, I would call myself a certified health educator and nutritional consultant. Wow. How cool. I love that your certifications are all it's so different from each other. And so it's such a broad range of helping people. And the Hippocrates Institute, I've been so interested in when I was really sick with Lyme. And I know that you were too. So we will talk about Lyme and healing from Lyme. I studied the Gerson therapy. And I know the Gerson therapy is pretty similar to what they do at the Hippocrates Institute with the juicing and the Gerson therapy was so helpful for me. And I was getting certified to be a Gerson practitioner, but I was so sick that I ended up realizing this is not the right time. (laughs) My body spoke to me actually. And I had full body hives when I landed in Canada to train for the program. And I just realized I have got to go home. I need to go home. And I think you did the right thing. I think Mm -hmm. you truly did the right thing. Oh, definitely. And I can always do that in my life. That was a time in my life where I had to take care of myself. So I know that you also suffered from Lyme disease. When did that present itself in your life? When did you start realizing that you had symptoms? So um, because I'm originally from the East Coast, I think Lyme is really popular on the East Coast. Connecticut, New Jersey, New York, um, people on the East Coast usually just get Lyme disease from, I think I got Lyme disease from playing golf. You know, you hit the ball into the woods and then you go to hit the ball out of the woods. 
Um, we, we don't know for sure, but even just a lot of my friends in the Hamptons, I feel like it, when I lived on the East Coast, so many more people had Lyme's disease. And when, yeah. when you mention Lyme's disease on the East Coast, people respond. And then again, I know these are just generalizations, but when I moved to LA, I felt like not as many people have had like dialogue or discussions about Lyme disease. I don't know if you have, have felt the same way or noticed that yeah. at all. Oh, definitely. And people, when they hear in California that you have Lyme disease, they ask, well, when were you on the East Coast? Yes, when did exactly. you live there? When yeah, were you in the perfect. Hamptons? All these things. Although now we know that Lyme can be contracted in mm -hmm. all 50 states, mm -hmm. 80 or 90 different countries, 400,000 diagnoses wow. a year. So I think it's, you know, becoming a lot more prevalent, unfortunately, but yes, wow. I totally agree with you. And so I think that I had Lyme's disease for a very long time before it was diagnosed. I think maybe even six or seven years, I'm not sure. But I think one of the biggest, two of the biggest warnings, three of the biggest warning signs for me, and you can tell me if you had anything similar to this, um, I don't, I did not like massages at all. Massages never really made me feel good, but that was not for my entire life, just for a portion of when I think I had Lyme's disease. These are just kind of small little things looking back. Also didn't feel that great after hot showers. And I also had rashes. Mm. I suffered so much from you know, just rashes on my neck. And why is, why is there a rash on my neck? I would wear turtlenecks all the time. Um, I would get like maybe a little rash on my arm. I became like very sensitive to a lot of foods. And if I ate certain foods, I would see different rashes appear. But I wasn't diagnosed until I worked with a naturopath in New York City, Dr. Francis. And um, I had unfortunately had at the time two different miscarriages and she had gone over all of my blood work. My progesterone levels were okay. Cause a lot of times people have miscarriages from not having enough progesterone. And we had just really gone through so much of my blood work and it seemed like on paper, everything was good. Um, and she said, you know, I really think that you might have Lyme's disease. And so we should move forward with getting to the bottom of that. And so I got diagnosed with Lyme's disease. And honestly, I think that, I think looking back on it, I've done so many similar things to what I've seen you post about Jordan, where I did direct IV ozone. It helped me so much. I did infrared saunas and rebounding and gluten-free dairy-free, vegan diet, and so many amazing things on, the, on my healing journey. I think that for me, because as you know, there's different levels of being sick with Lyme, and I think you were extremely sick with Lyme's. I, by taking care of myself even just more, I was able to work through that process mm -hmm. and come out the other end. And so eventually, I mean, I have four children under four and they're very healthy and everything is great, but it was helpful to get diagnosed with Lyme because I finally felt like I'm not crazy. Mm -hmm. um, I have certain ailments that are bothering me and I had a reason to understand why. And mm -hmm. so that was even just from a mental standpoint, so freeing for me to understand that process. Absolutely. And I think having Lyme and going undiagnosed for six or seven years, like you said, and my experience was similar. I think I had Lyme for at least a decade before I was diagnosed. I think subliminally it does push us toward these passions of wellness that we both have because you need to be, you need to find some sort of interest in wellness and nutrition and self-care to, and supplements and all this stuff to feel even a little bit good, even when you don't know that you have Lyme or even if there is some kind of undiagnosed chronic illness. So even though it's hard, I think I see that in you, which I also recognize in myself, that passion for wellness that had you create this amazing brand that you've created today. That was so well said because I, I agree completely. I always gravitated towards those things because maybe like you said, subconsciously that those things are making you feel better, mm -hmm. whether you know why right. or not. Because we're not some of those people who can just eat fast food and um, stay up really late and drink a ton of alcohol, but feel fine, which I always had friends that could do all that stuff. So I felt 
oh God, there's something so wrong with me. Yes. So it is validating to learn that there is now something actually going on. And I got so much better, so much better when I stopped drinking alcohol. Mm -hmm. So yes, I mean, unbelievable the difference. Yeah. How long have you not had alcohol Um, for? and And I really was such a party girl in college, uh, I would say maybe from 25. So I'm 37 right now. So that's a long time. Yeah. yeah. I was I don't such know, a party girl yeah. too, by the so. way. <laughs> and I stopped drinking alcohol three years ago. Well, I really stopped eight or so years mm-hmm. ago, but I would still have a drink, you know, at events, weddings and stuff. And then three years ago, I decided I'm just sober. I'm just not mm-hmm. going to have alcohol ever again. And that was so freeing. I remember one of uh, my mentors explained, and it was helpful, again, for anyone who is trying to overcome some type of health challenge who might be listening, how, why it's so powerful for people who have a health challenge to um, kind of permanently stop drinking is it allows on a cellular level, the body to truly begin a true process of detoxing and repairing on a much deeper cellular level. Even if you talk to people who have um, a gluten sensitivity, um, if they have a piece of gluten, um, sometimes it takes the body and the immune system almost six months to kind of get rid of that irritation. And so that's why, and again, obviously we don't want to be fanatical, but for people who are looking to kind of overcome um, not having enough energy or those types of things, it is so powerful if you can not go, go in a little and then go I agree, in, yeah. especially for sensitive bodies, the sensitive bodies sensitive that bodies. we have. And a yeah. lot of people who listen to this podcast have the sensitive, sensitive bodies, bodies for sure. Yes. Guys, let's talk about bee propolis, but not just any bee propolis, but beekeepers naturals. I am so obsessed with this brand. It is another female founded health focused brand that is amazing in every single way. So similar to Mary Ruth's products, I also take Beekeepers Naturals products every day. And these are 100% disrupting the conventional medicine cabinet by creating nature-powered medicine that actually works. My friends at Beekeepers Natural use a very special potent natural ingredient called propolis. And if you haven't heard about it yet, it's time to hear what the buzz is all about. I use it before I record the podcast or the intros and outros, anything about the podcast because it actually helps my voice so much. And bee propolis acts as the medicine of the beehive. It fights germs and protects the bees with over 300 beneficial vitamins and minerals. And guess what? It's just as beneficial to human beings as it is to our favorite pollinators. You can take their bee immune propolis throat spray as a daily ritual to support your immune system or spray it to soothe a scratchy, uncomfortable throat. I like to use it first thing in the morning so I know I'm supporting my immune system right off the bat. But I also take it, like I said, before I start recording, whenever my throat is feeling scratchy, which it has been a lot lately thanks to being in Sacramento and having a lot of allergies. And another thing that I absolutely love about everything Beekeepers Naturals is that their founder, Carly Stein, is so cool. She's also so down to earth and she's so smart, so passionate. They really take care of the bees and they have a process that ensures that everything is organic and that the bees are treated very, very well, which is really important, really important. So for a limited time only, Beekeepers Naturals is offering our TBB listeners an exclusive deal. They will ship you a free two-week supply of bee immune propolis throat spray. You just pay $5 for shipping. To claim this special deal, you must go to beekeepersnaturals.com slash blonde. This deal is not available on their regular website. So be sure to go to B-E-E-K-E-E-P-E-R-S-N-A-T-U-R-A-L-S.com slash blonde. And this deal will only be available for a limited time. Start prioritizing your immune health today. And if you don't love it, they will refund your $5, no questions asked. You can also find Beekeepers Naturals nationwide in over 2,000 stores, including Target, Whole Foods, and Sprouts. Now, without further ado, let's get back into this episode with Mary Ruth. So 
I think it's so inspiring that you have four children under four. And I know your journey, your history with having multiple miscarriages Mm -hmm. and you were pregnant with twins a couple times Mm -hmm. and had these more later stage miscarriages, which I cannot even imagine. Can you talk to us about that? And then your beautiful, healthy children now. Thank you. So something I wanted to share, and I'm sure Jordan, that you um, are such a healer in your own life. Everyone who's following you, I think that you can see how when, when certain things happen in the end, it's really for the best for even all the lies that you have touched. Um, your, your process of going through something uncomfortable has allowed you to help other people. And so there's circuitry there. And so when, for anyone who's listening, who is struggling with infertility or struggling with miscarriages, I think the first hopefully comforting thing that I can share about the process is for every single thing, for all the loss or all the grief um, around that topic of miscarriages, when I look back at it, it was always expanding me to have more and not less. So something around grief and loss is that we sometimes feel um, if you're pregnant and you lose that child, even culturally people around us or ourselves think um, I lost something, I have less. And from my experience just in the past with grief and loss, um, through my own dad, who was 42 years old and passed away suddenly, and my own brother, who was 17, year old, 17 years old, Daniel, and passed away. I Even before the miscarriages, I had spent a lot of my life thinking about loss in different contexts. You can lose a job, you can lose a friendship, um, you can lose a marriage, a pet, uh, family members, and, and through miscarriages. And so the first thing I just wanted to share that I hope people do find comforting is that I truly, truly believe that grief um, and loss is there so that you will have more and not less, so that you will expand and that you will not shrink. And I had um, my first miscarriage, the first year I was married in 2013, um, I was pregnant with twins and I have a rare thing where I ovulate two eggs at once. So it's very rare, but that's how you can naturally get pregnant with twins so many times. And so my first pregnancy was twins. That was a miscarriage in 2013. Um, And also it was very challenging because at that time I was in a lot of debt and I was growing my business and I had just gotten married and I was at work during that miscarriage, but I actually had to stay at work because I really needed to see my clients and I needed to have income for us to pay Mm -hmm. our rent. And so even just all of that, where I had the miscarriage at work, it was very difficult. And knowing that I had to stay, I'm sure people can relate to different aspects of this process. And then in 2014, I had another miscarriage, but then in 2016, I had my son, Ethan. 2018, I had my son, Elliot. Then 2019, I had much later stage miscarriages with twins again. But what's so beautiful is that I got pregnant again, a third time with twins in 2020. And that's Jacob and Grace. So Ethan Elliott, Jacob and Grace. And I think why I want to share this is that if someone is going through something that is challenging, that the key for me and the process of healing or really universally anything in life is to keep moving forward and to not give up and to do everything you can to support yourself and to keep moving forward. So a lot of times when you lose a baby, the the next baby you have is called a rainbow baby. So it's very significant to have these two pregnancies that were twins and actually still feel like it was possible that the third time could actually be the twins. And so I really sincerely hope that whoever is listening feels um, encouraged any type of loss, not just miscarriages, to allow process to unfold and know that I do believe the universe wants the best for you. So it's helping you grow and it's expanding your, it's expanding your strength so that when 
you do receive what what is meant to be in your life, that you're really ready. And all of those perspectives that I went through from all those different losses um, has allowed me to enjoy motherhood more than I think I could without that loss. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that absolutely makes sense. And now you have four kids. Do you love being a mom? Yes, of course. I love being a mom. And I think that I appreciate them so much. And that comes from losing my dad and my brother. Mm -hmm. So sometimes just being with them, I have that perspective of loss that you can lose people in your family, but it makes me feel um, so connected to being their mom and being with them and enjoying every moment that we have. So all of that prior loss or any pain is not in vain. It allows for such a deep quality of life. The joy that I feel from just being with them is definitely a very high level joy. Mm -hmm. That's so inspiring. So all of the loss that you've been through, I'm sure you've had to develop a deep inner strength and a spiritual practice, I would imagine, to hold on to the belief of everything that you just said, of the expansion of all of it, which is such an inspiring perspective. So what would you say that your spiritual practice is? So I truly believe in the butterfly effect. So something that happens creates a ripple effect in the universe. I believe in quantum physics. For me, I believe that there's a universal force of goodness in the world. Um, sometimes I call it the creator. Um, I know everyone has different different names and different practices. For me, I really try to see everything from a macro view and a micro view at the same time. So I feel that all these micro things that happen to us every single day within a 24-hour period um, are leading us and guiding us and gently pushing us forward. Even if it feels like we took a bunch of steps back, I feel that the natural universal force of goodness in the world is pushing each person towards happiness. So that even something as annoying as, I'm not sure, your stove breaking in your house can be irritating and annoying. Mm -hmm. Um, But for me, after having different things happen that are challenges that are very and I had a lot of those challenges very close together um, in, a, in a series of years. So I try to train myself in my mind when something happens, something doesn't go my way, as simple as the stove breaking, or I missed the subway in New York City, or a friend, a friendship didn't work out, something didn't work out, that I know that ultimately, as long as I'm trying to put in as much effort and as much hard work and create as much good as I possibly can. And that I'm trying to change and grow and doing the right thing that I am moving forward and that everything that happens to me in the universe is so that I can be happy Mm -hmm. from the greatest loss to the littlest annoyance. That's so beautiful. I love that so much. I have a similar belief. I think the universe always has our back. And always guides yes, exactly. Us. That's so beautiful. Amazing. Yes. So we talked a little bit about this before we started recording. Your oldest son, I believe, when he was born, maybe they told you that he wasn't going to walk. I mean, yes. I'm not. You can explain so, it much more eloquently. So I love, I love that I get to share this on your podcast because your posts are full of so much information. Um, I think that that is what's so powerful about your Instagram. You share a lot of unconventional wisdom with people and it's very powerful. You share things. I saw before and after photos of you. I saw the photos where you had the rash all over your face. And I read a lot of the copy that you wrote and from your water fast to all of these different modalities. And um, and I think that knowledge is so helpful. And sometimes hearing unconventional things can really help people to create a structure that will allow them to heal. Mm -hmm. And so with Ethan, this was such an interesting challenge um, in my life because it was my first child. Mm -hmm. So I think if it had been my second child and I had already had a, the, the doctors usually call them like a well child. I don't think that that's a great terminology, but when you go to a pediatrician, you have your well child visits. And then my son, Ethan is considered special needs. And again, I'm not labeling or anything. I'm just sharing that 
if I had had my first child hit all those developmental milestones first, and then maybe my second child had, um, and I'll share with you in a moment, um, his condition, then I think that my self-esteem wouldn't have been so, it was so painful and hard for me to navigate those emotions because it was my first child. So already you feel like you haven't gone through the process of seeing what it's like for the first one or two years of a child's life. So you can't recall on those memories. And so you feel like you've done something wrong. It was very difficult for me, even though um, no one should ever feel that way. That was definitely, I'm a person I think who has a lot of self esteem and I don't doubt myself. And so to have my, my first child with a condition and to feel um, different energies from people, you know, they think you might, might, you know, might've done something to the Mm -hmm. child or it's, you, it just, all these thoughts go in your mind. So with Ethan, and again, it's, it all, it all worked out in the end, but I do want to share on the podcast, something in my mind that I played out that was very healing in my mind before I attempted to help him physically. And this was the most important part of the healing process for my son. So Ethan was born with the cord around his neck and um, he didn't have enough oxygen. But when he was born, nobody really felt like anything was wrong with him. I had a great, and again, however anyone has a, gives birth, all things are good. So no problems mm-hmm. here. But um, I had had all, all my pregnancies I had at Cedar sinai but I didn't have any, like no epidural, no um, IV, just kind of like pushing the baby out through sheer, I like to count. So I like would count to all these numbers. People have different ways to manage pain. But so when Ethan was born, first 17 months of his life, everything is okay, sort of, but not really some warning signs, like not really crawling, not really pulling up to stand, not really cruising, not really walking, but there's such a broad way to know whether something's wrong or not. And I got him a lot of physical therapy, but he wasn't diagnosed until he was 17 months old. Hudson's Hi, Hudson. here. <laughs> Hi, Hudson. Oh, honey likes you. Oh, beautiful eyes. <laughs> I know. That's my little baby. <laughs> he really likes you. If, if you guys, the oh, listeners could see, he's totally so like rubbing sweet. up against Mary Ruth. Hi. And oh, oh squeaky. Come I'm here, all, sorry, honey. Sorry. Are you allergic? <laughs> Sometimes, not all the time. Squeaky, come here. I think I would have. I think I, I'm so sorry. No, no, don't be sorry. He he's is beautiful. On, he's, he's on beautiful. you. He's beautiful. <laughs> he just so, wanted to come say honestly hi. honestly beautiful. I know. Sometimes he's, I am allergic, but I would have already um, yeah. known by coming in your house. Yeah. Actually, so I actually, yeah. no way I'm allergic because I would have already known. Yeah. A lot of so, people who are allergic to cats are not allergic to him. So I will just not even a lay trace. that out there. I Nose would have already okay, good. Been. Sorry. He just literally He's tried so to kiss you on the Honestly, mouth. <laughs> the eyes are beautiful. Thank you. Um, and so the basically he was diagnosed with something called moderate hypotonia, which means that there's a 30% chance that that Ethan would never walk. And so I remember the day in the a children's hospital in the office with the doctor, just hearing you know, you want the doctor to tell you like, everything's okay. But it was my husband, myself, Ethan. And I also had a six week old baby at home and I'm running my business and I'm breastfeeding. So to have a six week baby at home, a business and breastfeeding and have a doctor tell you that there's a 30% chance your son will never walk was just very difficult. And so because of different losses in the past, I definitely was like holding on to, I will create a a structure system or a routine that will allow us to overcome this. So I already knew that that is the right direction, but one of the most powerful aspects is in my mind before, because everyone, as soon as somebody hears that there's a 30% chance your son will never walk, you know, my mother-in-law, everybody's just coming full entourage. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do this, take him here, do this, call this doctor, do this. But I just kind of took some time for myself a couple of days and I played out. I like to do worst case scenario backwards. Mm -hmm. And I visualized, um, let's say that 
Ethan is going to be in a wheelchair the rest of his life. And there's nothing wrong with that. Many people are in a wheelchair, but I needed to also go through a process myself. Like, okay, Ethan is going to be in a wheelchair. And I had to play out that I promised myself that no matter what, he would have the greatest life ever. He would be supported by our family. He will be, I I even like said to myself, he's going to work at Mary Ruth Organics. He's going to get married. He's going to have children. Just anything that I could to bring acceptance and closure to quote unquote, the worst case scenario. And that's very healing because a lot of times people may just be so much in denial that they're fighting it's so bad that I think real healing cannot take place. And once I knew that no matter what, like Ethan is going to have such an amazing life full of love and he's going to contribute to the world with whatever his gifts are on whatever level that is for him, then the rest of it was easier. And it was like every single day for months, physical therapy, occupational therapy, I won't go into it, but a huge tool that I did want to share on the podcast a huge tool for healing was the hyperbaric oxygen chamber. Oh, wow. Yes. I did that for Lyme. And I did too. <laughs> and that's the whole thing about full circle. Yeah, That's very the much. whole thing about the greatest takeaway that I hope that your listeners will, will be open to hear is that every single thing I truly feel builds you up for the next thing. And that full circle experience was I had done hyperbaric oxygen chamber many times in New York City because of my Lyme disease. And then I remember the moment I was sitting in my bed. I said, wow, I wonder, I I had been writing a whole list of every modality I'd ever done to overcome Lyme's disease. And I thought, I wonder, I didn't know the answer children can go in a hyperbaric oxygen chamber. I didn't know. Mm -hmm. And when I saw the YouTube videos of children in hyperbaric oxygen chambers, I, I mean, I already knew that I can help Ethan so much. Wow. And it was like amazing. And it was a difficult time, right? Again, breastfeeding your business. I had to drive to and from for 40 days I took him in the hyperbaric oxygen chamber. He's a toddler, not even. Um, We would bring, I would bring a garbage bag of toys to a clinic in Brentwood that was geared towards autistic children. So they were really children friendly. And I would bring that garbage bag in that hyperbaric with every toy imaginable. Would you go in it with him? Yes, exactly. And, um, And he went from not being able to pull up to pulling up, standing. And then by two years and four days, he could walk. And he still has a lot of gross motor delay, but the point is he goes in the hyperbaric oxygen chamber once a week, every single week, and goes to therapy now once a week, every single week. Um, So it was like, I'm sure you can relate a very, very slow journey, but he's going to be four years old. And he before COVID would go to preschool with a shadow, but like a normal preschool. And it was really all those things full circle. All the things that happened to me, I got to help my son with. Yeah, that's amazing full circle. And I'm sure you've helped not only all your followers, but just your own friends and family when people come to you with different things, different questions. Yeah. I mean, after everything we've been through, there's definitely a tool. There's something, there's There's probably a tool. There's a treatment for everything, (laughs) literally. And I'm just so happy to hear that he's doing well. Thank you so much, And he's so adorable. Your kids are so adorable. And I just love seeing your family photos and the videos. And it's so inspiring. And I know you give him your products too. Yes. So what what are... (laughs) Hello, Hudson's back. Hi, Hudson. Um, squeaky, come I'm here. I'm so happy he, he likes He really me. likes you. He's no, hilarious. It's a, it, it, it's a great sign. Hi. He knows, he knows good energy when he sees one. He's beautiful. His his spots. Yeah, he's a good, How long he's have a good you handsome him? boy. He's five and a half. He'll be six in July. And I got him when he was two weeks. He's so, so I had him when I was single. He was my first baby. He is Hi, beautiful. Hudson. So, and he's the king of the house. As you can see, he just does what he wants. 
All right, guys, let's talk about mushroom coffee. Another another health-focused product that I'm obsessed with. You've probably noticed by now that's pretty much all I talk about on this podcast and beyond. I am such a fan of all things Four Sigmatic, especially their mushroom coffee. Four Sigmatic's mushroom coffee is real, organic, fair trade, single origin coffee with lion's mane mushroom for productivity and chaga mushroom for immune support. I've been starting my day with Four Sigmatic's ground mushroom coffee with lion's mane instead of regular coffee, and I love how it helps me focus so I can get shit done. It's amazing, and I absolutely feel so much more productivity every time I drink it. It helps me focus like nothing else. I also love that mushroom coffee is easy on the gut and does not leave me with that awful jittery feeling or that midday crash. I have been drinking it since probably 2015 before I even started this podcast. So it was so cool to have the founder, Tara, on the podcast back in my earlier podcasting days. You have to listen to that if you want to hear more about the origins of the brand. And all Four Sigmatic products are organic, vegan, and gluten-free. Plus, every batch is third-party lab-tested to ensure its purity and safety so you know you're getting the highest quality coffee and mushrooms possible. Now, something you're probably thinking is, does this coffee taste like mushrooms? I can guarantee it tastes just like the coffee you know and love. It brews dark and nutty and tastes incredible. They have so many five-star reviews, over 20,000 on their site. And best of all, Four Sigmatic backs their products with a 100% money-back guarantee. So love every single sip or get your money back. We have worked out an exclusive offer with Four Sigmatic on their best-selling mushroom coffee, but this is just for our TBB listeners. Get up to 40% off plus free shipping on mushroom coffee bundles. To claim this deal, you must go to foursigmatic.com slash blonde. This offer is only available for our TBB listeners and is not available on their regular website. You'll save up to 40% off and get free shipping. So go to F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com slash blonde and fuel your productivity and creativity with some delicious mushroom coffee. Now let's head back into this episode with Mary Ruth. So what are, what are some of your kids' favorite products of the Mary Ruth Organics products? So I, I keep it pretty simple for them. My twins, um, because I'm breastfeeding, they get most of the vitamins just from the breast milk, but the twins get a liquid probiotic for infants, um, and a D3 K2 spray. And then Ethan and Elliot get, um, the liquid morning multivitamin or a multivitamin gummies. And I always try to give them a probiotic and omegas and a nighttime multi-mineral. So cool. yeah, it's I fun. They that. like it. I cannot wait to give your products to my future kids. I it's follow so a lot much. of people on Instagram who give your products to their kids. And I just think it's the cutest thing ever. It's, I, I definitely feel like the children connection is my most favorite part. Yeah. Yeah. It's really special. Yeah. And the fact that you're a mother, I mean, it just makes so much sense that people feel comfortable giving their kids your products. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. So I want to ask you some of the questions I ask everyone who comes on. They're a little bit more rapid fire. Sure. So do you know what your sun rising and moon signs are? Oh my goodness. So amazing that you're bringing up astrology. Love astrology. Okay. So I am an Aquarius and my rising is Leo and my moon is Gemini. Love. And have to tell you, I never believed in astrology until I met my husband and we're born on the same day, same year, three hours apart. No way. Our moms were in labor together. (gasps) And so so we're born February 11th, 1984. And I totally believe in astrology because I have a human being, my husband, who has a very similar chart, except the rising is different. Mm -hmm. He's a Taurus rising. And so um, I don't know how you look at astrology, Jordan, but the way that I kind of just simply do like the moon, the rising in the moon is, okay, so your sun sign, right? Aquarius is just how I am normally. For me, the rising is how people judge you and how they see you when you walk in a room mm-hmm. and you haven't said a word yet. Exactly. So I get seen as a Leo. And then the, the moon is the fighting style. And the emotions. Yes, the emotions. Mm-hmm. So when you're reactive or... Um, so David and I both have the Gemini and the rising is different. So it's so funny. Wow, you, you guys are wildly similar. I love that. 
Wow. Okay. No wonder you and I feel so similar too. <laughs> yeah. I'm yes. A, what are you? Well, I'm a double air like you. So your air is Aquarius and Gemini. My, I'm a Libra sun, which is an air sign, Aquarius rising. Um, that makes so much sense. People see me yeah, as an Aquarius. Totally. I'm Aquarius north node, which means my purpose in this life, my mission in this life is all Aquarius based things, which Aquarius as we talk about. I feel like you're so Aquarius Mm -hmm. from looking at your Instagram. Totally. Yes. And so are you. (laughs) And then my moon is cancer. So I'm a water moon. So sensitive. Yeah. Beyond. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. I know. And I just love it. That's also why you're very unique Mm -hmm. because you're, because I feel like your Instagram to me is very Aquarius. And then you, when you, when you hear you speak, the cancer sometimes. Definitely. Yes. Yes. Like I heard, I heard you on something on YouTube and I was like, wow. Yeah. All of that sensitivity comes out. So sensitive. So sensitive. Yeah. I think I'm really different than people think I'm going to be. Um, which mm-hmm. maybe that's just how we all are, but I think so. I think that's where me. astrology is real because yeah. people think they know and then yeah. they, they receive something else and it's astrology is yeah. coming through. Also, you said you're a Libra is your son yeah. sign. I don't know if you feel this way, but sometimes they say that Libras have um, an interesting time making decisions. So oh, I don't know if so that's indecisive. you. Yes. That, I have a Libra tattoo on my body because I resonate so much with everything about oh being a Libra, gosh, I'm particularly so, I'm much right so indecisive. Amazing. And I'm October 11. And uh-huh. I just had an interesting conversation with someone else who's coming on this podcast who also is healing from Lyme. Her birthday is on the 11th. I think it's May 11th or March 11th. Mm-hmm. I can't remember, but we were mm-hmm. talking about people born on the 11th. And she said, wow. all the closest people to her are born on the 11th. And you just said, February 11th. Also, I have to tell you one last fact. I know very little about astrology. You seem to know much more, but I know like enough to have great conversations yeah. or if people are dating someone, I could say, yeah. okay, tell me. But what did I want to say? Oh, your children always activate. your ch- Some people believe that when your children come into the world, they activate your rising and your moon. Mm. So that astrologically, your children have traits that activate certain parts of your sign and help you grow. And one final thing, my I had mentioned my dad passed away, but my second son, Elliot, was born on his birthday. Oh, wow. But what's crazy, Jordan, is that um, Elliot was born August 19th. So 819 at 8.19 p.m. So 8.19 at 8.19 p.m. And I always say if my dad was 12 when I passed away, if someone told my 12-year-old self, you know, like 20 years from now, you're going to have this boy that looks just like him and he's going to be born 8.19 at 8.19 p.m. on his birthday. Right. Okay, fine. He's born on his birthday. Okay, fine. But 8.19 and the doctor was screaming, this baby is going to be born before 8.20 because they call the time. Uh And so the fact that it was at 8.19, I do believe in astrology. Oh, me too. And I believe in the universe and I believe in those synchronicities and I believe that your father as an angel had a hand yeah. in that 100%. Just to talk to me through yeah. that. Yeah. That, I mean, it's so beautiful. Thank you. And so your son's a Leo. He's such a Leo. your dad was a Leo. And when you're looking at my Instagram, Elliot is the one who's has like the bigger head. He's very handsome. Yeah, And, so and the cute. Leo with the hair, a lot of Leos have unique hair. Mm-hmm. So he's a true Leo and he, yes. he looks like my dad. So Oh, that I love that story so much. My dad's a Leo and my husband's a Leo. I love I Leos. I love Leos. <laughs> and they do have interesting hair, unique. My husband Every has Leo like the curliest, craziest hair. hair yeah. That represents them. Yeah. Because they're lions. They're no, fire it's signs. so great. Yeah. It's so great. I love that. That's amazing. And so do you know your human design by any chance? No. So w- w- we can look that up. Yeah. Well, you'll have to let me know your birth time and I can look it up for you. Thank you. It's an energy type. We love talking about it on this podcast. <laughs> um, who is your inspiration. Okay. Um, oh my goodness gracious. I always joke with my husband that sometimes someone was going to ask me this and I better have an answer. Mm -hmm. So my answer is a little bit different. I take my inspiration from a number of different people who have overcome unique challenges at one or another time in their life. So I'm going to 
use Michael Jordan as an example so you could just understand where I draw inspiration. So inspiration could come from pretty much any Netflix documentary, but I look for these moments when someone is has something really difficult to do. And I just kind of replay this game, this basketball game where he had food poisoning mm-hmm. um, and he was so crippled and so nauseous and couldn't do what he had to do with food poisoning. And then he ended up like playing in the basketball game and overcoming this moment that was very difficult for him. So I don't want to use people as exact examples or role models, but I'm always looking for different people. People are close to me, friends, neighbors. It could be someone famous, not famous, where they were really in such a jam and they overcame that. And I think even from you talking about being nauseous with Lyme's disease, I just sometimes think of other people who have done something really difficult when it was really hard at that exact moment and they push through. And to me, that is like the most inspiring thing. Mm-hmm. I draw antidotes like that all, all the time. I love that. And you're such an inspiring person. I'm going to think of you now after hearing your story in so many ways and just your outlook is so beautiful. Thanks, Jordan. Yeah. Coffee or tea? Tea. Herbal tea. tea. Iced herbal tea Yum. sweetened with stevia or monk fruit. Yes, that sounds delicious. Morning or night? Which do I prefer? Yeah. Oh, hands down the morning. A hundred percent. I have gotten up for like 10 years at 545 in the morning. Even when I've been up all night with my children, I'm really into just routine. And so um, even if I haven't slept, which has been for like a really long four years, I still like to just get up and get dressed, do everything that makes me feel um, like myself. And at night, I love to go to bed early. So morning. Morning. Love it. If you were a color, what color would you be? I once heard that green is the most... If you're in a negotiation, it's nice if you're wearing green because green is a very balanced color. Um, So I love color therapy and I often think of colors, even with our labels. I'm very close to one of our graphic designers on our team. I think she's a total channel. She's so creative and I love color. And I think that sometimes there's certain colors for certain things. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool to think about. I love that so yeah. much. Uh, and what's your favorite product of all your products? It changes all the time. It depends on what I'm craving or how my energy levels are. And so because I'm kind of in this season of a little bit of sleep deprivation because my children are so young. I just love the B complex. It's tart cherry, it's sugar-free and it gives me so much energy. And I take it every morning with a bunch of other products, but it always changes depending on how I'm feeling that day. Mm-hmm. Wow. And where do you see yourself and your company in five years? So I, I think in five years, we'll have like t- over 200 employees. We're growing all the time and we're a mission-driven business. So a huge part of what brings me joy is working with my team to do a lot of different donations, um, a lot of different projects. We want to start different mentorship programs for other entrepreneurial women. And I think whatever that looks like, I want to be with five years from now. I just want to be closer than ever with my family, closer than ever with my employees and my customers. And they're deeply connected. We have a really high employee retention rate. So people who are with us stay with us and it's like a family. And we have a lot of culture meetings, just talking about different projects And that's what makes me really happy. I haven't been on a lot of podcasts because my passion is truly um, team building and creating good for people in the world who have less than us. Mm -hmm. And so I know whatever it's going to be, we're going to we're going to come in contact with the people that we're meant to help. Yes. Well, I'm honored that you came on this podcast. And <laughs> Thank you so much for having me oh on my your God, podcast. It was so fun. Thank I feel you. like we are just soul twins Thank in so you, many Jordan. ways. This was such a special conversation. 
everybody has to check out your products. I know we have a special code. I think it's blonde because it's always blonde um, <laughs> oh for your products that I worked out with your team a while ago. Thank you. And yeah, just tell everybody where they can find you. Thank you so much. Um, on our website, maryruthorganics.com. Thank you so much, Jordan. Thank you. I'll let you get home to your four oh, thank babies. You. Thanks, Jordan. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode with Mary Ruth. I am sure she inspired you just as much as she inspires me. She is a phenomenal person, an inspiration as a mother, as a founder, as a health coach, as a nutritionist, as so many things. She just totally blows me away. And I love her approach to life and I love her approach to business. And she also said she does not go on podcasts very often. In fact, pretty much never. So this was a really special novelty to be able to have her on. I felt really honored that she came on the show and we had so much fun. I really feel so close to her and I feel like she is a soul sister, like I said, in every way. So be sure to use that code BLONDE at MaryRuthOrganics.com for a very special discount. We will leave the link in the show notes. And also check out her book, Liquids Till Lunch. We will also leave a link to her book on Amazon in the show notes. Thank you also to our additional sponsors for today's episode, Beekeepers Naturals, code blonde there for a discount and for Sigmatic, code blonde. I like to keep it easy for you guys. All of the amazing wellness brands. And if you feel inspired to rate and review the show on iTunes, send a screenshot to jordanatthebalancebond.com so I can thank you for rating and reviewing and send you my love and also send you my free yoga ebook as a thank you. I hope everybody has an amazing day and I cannot wait to talk again next week. I love you guys so much. Have an amazing day. Talk soon. Mm-hmm.